Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Bashmania is back with another episode with another great wrestler. Today, we've got a bit younger of a guest, Penn State's Roman Bravo Young. RBY is a rising star who will no doubt be on the top of that NCAA podium sooner rather than later. But rather than wait until he wins a championship like most guests on this show, I wanted to sit down and have a conversation with someone who, with so much talent that's still on that quest. And make no mistake about it, RBY is a champion. He's a four-time undefeated state champ and an All-American as a true freshman. Such a hard feat to accomplish. So let's start this conversation, but before we do, let's officially start the podcast. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashomania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. RBY, how are you, my man? Good. How you doing? Good. So we were just kind of talking before we got started about what we're talking about. And I, I want to dive right in. And I'm curious going back to when you were young. You were an absolute standout. You were undefeated in high school i have to know how you got started and i know too like you grew up in arizona a lot of hot states like florida california well i guess not california more so florida but wrestling isn't as popular as a winter sport in these hot states how did you get started wrestling in arizona well actually uh my grandpa coached high school wrestling at a pretty known high school called high school in tucson arizona so always been an arizona powerhouse and uh I've been around there ever since I was bored. born. My dad has been around there since I was young, and uh, my grandpa just had a passion for it. And then his kids wrestled, so they just got me into it. That's pretty cool. And then how old were you when you guys started? Uh, I was around six, I think, but I, I was I was always around it So it was, I was born. So it, it was natural to you. Is, is that why you were able to, I don't know, like conquer it at such a young age? I mean, you went undefeated through high school. That's not normal. <laughs> Yeah, it was tough. You know, there's a lot of pressure, and uh, um, yeah, I don't know. I just did it and uh, took one match at a time. But when there, when when so. you're when when you're young, and there is pressure on you because you're you're undefeated. What what's your mindset? Do you do you try to stay humble? Are you so fixated upon the winning that it gets distracting? Like, what's your mindset like for that? Yeah, I mean, it's, there was last year. Was definitely a lot of pressure. You know, you don't want to lose. You want to like I have the most winning matches in Arizona without a loss, like the history and all that stuff. And then four state champs is always a goal, but uh, you just got to stay focused. And uh, I think I'm better at it now than I was back then. And I think Penn State just is a whole different ball game and definitely changed my mind and perspective on things a lot, you know, here. Did you know, how early did you know you wanted to go to Penn State? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't know what Penn State was until they started recruiting me. I didn't, you know what I mean? Like there's not interesting big wrestling programs or there's not a lot of big athletes in Arizona who go D1 and wrestle. 
I was never around college wrestling. I didn't wrestle folk style till high school or my eighth grade year, the year I got held back. I always did freestyle, so you know what I mean? I wasn't really good at folk style my whole life, and I didn't really know what Penn State was. I didn't know that Princeton. I didn't know what Rutgers was. I didn't know all these colleges on the East Coast until I got to Penn State. None of my family went to college, so I didn't, I'm figuring everything out as I got here what it's really about and last year just showed me a lot like well wrestling's crazy on the east coast <laughs> yeah it, it's a different world which is why i know cal wanted to go from iowa state to to pennsylvania was just the the hotbed of wrestling in the northeast is, is nuts so I, I assume then for recruiting it really came down to how well you respected cal and how much he thought he could do with you that you know, most people have an idea. Like I, I was in your shoes, to be honest. Like I never went to college, so but by that degree, I didn't. I never even thought about going, so I almost didn't know yeah. what was out <laughs> there. Like I didn't pay too much attention to it until probably I started paying attention to college football. Um, because I never was a fan of college wrestling until later in high school. I mean, I wrestled was no good, but I, I started paying a little bit of attention to it then. Nothing, nothing like it is now. But what's it? Your school is a powerhouse. Were you a star there, or is it similar to Penn State? Not sorry, not were you a star there. Were you the only star there, or is it similar to Penn State, where there's so many good kids? You're. It's almost focuses the puts the focus back on team because there are so many studs in the lineup. Was it like that back then? Well, I mean, I mean, my high school. There's like guys like Eric Larkin. He went to ASU, and then. Nate and Nick Gallick, they went to Iowa State. So that's all I knew. I only knew ASU, okay, everyone go, everyone from Arizona tries to go to ASU, and then and as Iowa State. I didn't know what Penn State was. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know how to explain. But it was just – once Kale called me, it was just like a no-brainer. Like, they need some lightweights. Let's just, just go for it, right? It's the best team. And uh, I like Kale. I like the coaching staff. And I didn't yeah. take any visits or just – just went with it, had a gut feeling it was the right decision, and I just went with it. I didn't take any other visits, and it just was all in. That's awesome. And and what's it like wrestling there from a standpoint of being on a team with so many good people? Like there's so many, there's so many good wrestlers. There's so much good character. Like was it was it similar to to what the program was like in high school, or was it a totally different world? No, no. In Arizona, it's just a whole different culture. You know, it's a. A lot of diversity back in Arizona here. It's just different. And uh, that's one thing where I've grown as a person, just seeing how things work, being away from home in Tucson. Because, uh, like I was just saying, just Tucson, I mean, it's not one of the best places to live in. But but just being away makes you realize that, dang, there's, like, so much more to life than Tucson. I feel like my friends and people back home only know Tucson. But, I mean, that's why I wanted to get away. And uh, being on this team, it's just everyone's unique. Everyone has their own character. And then what makes it fun is everyone's good. And uh, just like wrestling on team, and everyone's so good. I'm like, okay, here I am, a little freshman. I'm starting. I'm excited, but now I got to try to keep up with them. So it was just, it was just fun. And it's a game. It's roller coaster, but Dude, I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's such a unique place. I mean, Cal took me in like like I was a wrestler back when he first came there, and he's always treated me so well that I've had such a fun time being in that room. The atmosphere, there's nothing like it. I mean, even just just watching and and being the presence is, is such a fun thing. Does that help you with not having as much pressure on your shoulders? Like I know you just said in high school, there's so much pressure on your shoulders. Like you're going undefeated. You have to maintain this. Does, does being around that atmosphere help you not put pressure on yourself? 
Yeah, like um, I don't I don't feel any pressure. Like things happen for a reason. Like Kayla says, just get back up, keep moving forward. We're gonna wrestle other matches if you lose. And uh, like I would say, just the mindset and just how they run things over here is just nothing like it. And obviously, obviously in high school, I didn't know this stuff. And um, yeah, just now me going through my first season, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't wrestle a tough Oak style match. My whole, like in college, I didn't wrestle so many good people at once every like weekend, and uh, I didn't wrestle in front of so many fans. So like this year, it's just like I got no pressure. I was I was want to wrestle NCAs. I did it. Now I know what to expect. Like I was always second my guessing myself. But, like now it's just no pressure. Now it's just have fun and just whatever happens, happen and keep moving forward. Yeah, and it, it seems like you know I I I love how much Cal in instates in or instills good character in people, and it sounds like even you. I mean, you're. I feel like so many kids that that come from such greatness, like you had in high school, you come to college and and you know it's hard to have an expectation for yourself. And I feel like Cal does such a good job of instilling that that proper perspective that you know like your your gratitude was so obvious after becoming an all-american this year as a true freshman and you could tell that it wasn't about a loss it was about the win and have you always had that ability to maintain that proper perspective i mean success obviously it takes a level of of mental uh mental fortitude to maintain that but have you always had that level of gratitude and perspective no i've grown so much here and uh I'm just gonna keep growing, just being around these guys every day, and uh, yeah, I think I just think they helped me a lot get to this year. I mean, eighth place, it's it's not the best, it's not what I want, but obviously, it was a good like reaching point. But obviously, everyone wants to win, but uh, yeah, I think they helped me a lot get there, and uh, can't thank them enough. But I just want to keep keep getting better as the years go on. Yeah, for sure, and I, I gotta imagine too that it 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 makes things fun. Like I feel like so many times I know the the high school I went to, it it's just a it's a decent program in New York. It's nothing crazy, but you you have your your kids and and who are super good. Um, they they run through the state tournament, they win states, and they burn out. And so many kids, the high school I went to is Spencerport. So many kids from Spencerport burn out, and you have very very few. Like I can count them. Probably four kids, maybe um, that the four years I was there, uh, maybe maybe five or six, maybe five or six kids that went to wrestling college because they burn out from cutting weight, from not having fun. Um, how have you been able to keep having fun? Is it is it that team atmosphere that kind of reinstills it, or? How do you maintain that? Keep having fun with, within the wrestling itself. Like I, I imagine, at this level, you're you're having so much fun. How do you keep doing that? How do you not burn out when you're wrestling and, and you're wrestling at such a high level? I mean, it's, I think it's the way we train here, you know, and it's just smart training and uh, have fun, play dodgeball a lot, and uh, just don't think, take, don't think, uh, don't take things too serious. Play wrestling and uh, try new moves, and uh, I don't think it's just so much about grind, grind, grind kill ourselves every day, blah, 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 let's do that. Like, I know a lot of other programs are big on this. Just, uh, just got to have fun with it. Especially, like, if you want to wrestle after college, can't just keep grinding every day. Your body can only take so much, if that makes sense. And uh, I just think it's the way they train here and just the mindset, and uh, I like it. For sure. And then do you also find that – I know a lot of wrestlers – 
whether it's Penn State or anywhere, they they kind of get lost in outside worlds to to detach themselves at times. Whether it's video games, whether it's yeah. uh, business, what do you do when you're not wrestling? I mean, obviously you're in, um, you're in school, so I know you, that takes yeah. up a lot of time. But aside from that, like even going back to high school, like what are some things you do that kind of detach yourself when you're not on that grind? Uh, just me, I'm just chilling always, just chilling, doing, just doing whatever. You know what I mean? I just go with the flow. Whatever happens, happens. And, uh, I play Xbox in there. I'm all. That's just what I do. I really don't do anything specific. I just go on my phone and just chill. Do you have hobbies? <laughs> no, I don't. It's, really? <laughs> no, I don't have any hobbies. <laughs> I don't do much. I just chill. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess as a, as a college kid, like you there's only so much time you have to to really get into a hobby like growing my company the first i don't know i'm in my 11th 12th year now and the first like eight years i had no hobbies i worked 24 7 created the company built the relationships managed the work and and that was that only these last couple of years have been able to have hobbies so i definitely get that um what are what are you in school for um i'm actually doing rptn and uh, i think david taylor got his uh, major in this is Rex and Parks and uh, do some like sports management or something like that. Very cool. I mean, I am. I imagine uh, nobody's as good as you, and then doesn't kind of devote their their life to wrestling. I most people have you decided that like no matter what you want to stay super involved in wrestling, or is it still so early you haven't even thought about that yet? I mean, yeah, I'm really I'm really thought about that, but like. I don't know if like, I have the personality things to coach. But uh, I don't know. I'm doing camps and stuff. That stuff's cool and all, but I got to see in a couple of years how things pan out. Yeah, you got so much time. I'm just wondering because, you know, I talked to so many. I have such good relationships with so many guys that are on the senior mm-hmm. level and guys that are, you know, either post-Olympics or just before Olympics, and they're, form- they're forming those game plans. And I'm always so so curious just to – not necessarily see if you know yet, but just watching the evolution of, of what people want to do. Like, you know, I was talking to Jordan Burroughs, who he's at the tail end of his competition career and hearing how there's only certain things he wants to do now from a competition standpoint. It's I want to create a pers- a persona bigger than wrestling. I want to transcend wrestling. Yeah. So it's so interesting to see the the evolution and the progress of watching guys like you know watching guys like you Yanni Gable who have this persona so early on like even guys like Taylor and and Burroughs and and Kale like these guys didn't have social media these guys didn't have um all these different elements to their career do you kind of do you think about that, or do you just kind of let it be and, and focus on wrestling and then see where things kind of play out? I mean, yeah, I mean, I let it be now. You know, that's just here. Uh, this this is big on social media. We don't need to be on that stuff. People don't need to know what we're doing. Like, yeah. like yeah, them saying, "There's no success or anything that says social media is going to make you successful." Yeah, I mean, you got to go on it, post in there, helps you bring, build your brand for your future, and you do camps and stuff and top shoot uh networking and stuff like that but other than that you just gotta let it be there's always gonna be haters you could win a match by 100 points someone's gonna find uh, you can't let that stuff get to you but uh, that's just me that's just 
I've had a PA followers and stuff, but I just like to put on a show regardless and be entertaining. You know, win or lose, I don't care if I lose. As long as I'm putting on a show and trying crazy stuff, I really. Yeah, that's, for that's sure. What, that's what I was. And that's yeah. the, and that's the proper mindset, you know. I think it's just so interesting, you know. For a living, I deal with social media and, and brand growth yeah. and all that. So, I obviously put such a focus on it because whether it's an athlete, an actor, a celebrity, a business, people come to us and say, "How do I grow a brand?" And that's my job. But I'm always so curious to see as this generation, as your generation, continues to come up, you know. I've I've never been submerged in that culture to see what people are saying as far as not even just wrestlers, but like different people that you're on the campus with, you know, and, and the thought process behind, you know, everybody wants to PR themselves. I so appreciate the mindset of, listen, you got to post and grow your and grow your brand, but also, especially at your age, it, there's no need to overdo it. You have these people yeah. that, from from a standpoint of, of burnout, you have so many people now who are burning out from trying to PR themselves on social media. And it's not only causing such a distraction from what they're doing, but it's also, and, and this is so like, I don't, I don't want to say it's contradictory to, to what I tell everybody about like being on social, but from, from your perspective and your age, I think it's such a, a proper perspective that like have fun, be involved, but don't let it control you don't let it distract you and then from a standpoint of don't let it be a, a false narrative that i think there's going to be some people that are trying to live up to hype that they're building for themselves which is scary yeah exactly that's why like i don't know i got going there say i lose a match like last year i lost well i got pinned by what austin gomez and i was like started the year on my back like i'm not like i don't care that i lost you know you just can't take that stuff serious but i'm still gonna post because like I live to see another day, you know what I mean? But you got to build your brand at the same time. And But, like, honestly, just being around K on them, just to stay off it. And so if you're there, if you're sitting there just reading the comments, and it's like, okay, they're picking against me. Okay, they're picking, let's say, okay, they're picking Fletcher or DeSanto over RBY. And you're sitting there reading it, reading it. Guess what's going to happen? It's going to get into your head. And you're thinking about it like, dang, maybe I am really going to You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. you just got to stay off that stuff. It's bad. Because it can really eat you up alive. And, like, people are talking smack on you. Then you want to reply. You don't like you know you're better than that, but you're gonna say something stupid just because you're angry. And then okay, screenshot this, screenshot that, and it just gets out publicly, and then it's just a mess. So just be smart on that stuff. And I, it's just not you just don't. Yeah, do it, but it's definitely big. No, for yeah, sure. All, like, followers, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, a couple weeks ago, we I was talking with Anthony Ashnell about why he basically deleted his senior year. Yeah, you know, and I, I think everybody has to do what's best for them. And I and think I'm probably I'm. After last year, like I stayed off of it, but I didn't stay off of it to my best ability. And I think this year I'm cutting it all out, not getting on it. There's no need to be on it, and then just get back on it after NTAs and yeah. just completely stay silence off that stuff. Cause yeah, you'll see so many people like Hawkeye fans or random people you don't even know. They don't even have a profile picture, and they're just talking <laughs> right. back like, okay, like who is this dude? And then after a while, it just gets annoying, and you want to backfire, but then you you want to make yourself look bad. So all the people that do like that are following you and then you're gonna lose fans and you know stuff like that yeah it almost puts you in a no-win position you know you, you kind of see yeah. that even from the outside like like watching zane and yanni go at it um with such great matches and no matter what the outcome you have people that are just going ballistic and it, it's like you know like zane and yanni are two of the most toughest uh 
level-headed individuals I know. And the fact that you have so many people like hating, like forget the situation, but like afterwards, you know, like, well, Zane's not going to do this at Worlds and Yanni this. Like, it's nuts. It does, I, it does take a toll. And I think, again, so many people are over-focused on what social media can do for you. And so many people don't realize that they're almost creating this persona that you can't keep up with. Like social media, whether you intend it to be or not, is a, is a highlight reel of your life. You don't post the negative things. Every once in a while, you might make light of something, but you're not going to sit here and, and constantly bombard people with the negative thoughts or the negative things you're doing. So I think especially at an age like this where your your mind not only athletically what you're doing physically but your mind is evolving so much and and to get distracted by a loser who hides behind an empty avatar account and just tries to yeah. throw shade like it, it's so frivolous so it, it's good i think that you have that mindset of just let it yeah, be crazy, like, like yeah i don't like it's just crazy Yeah, no, for sure. I, I think that's right. And I think, you know, Cal's a strong component of that. Like, listen, don't Cal, Cal is by far one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. And when he says oh, a- when he says something, you just you listen. And everybody like Casey's the same way. Cody's the same way. Like these are such intelligent people. Like I wish now I could go to Penn State and wrestle just to have them as coaches. Like just to have them as as influences. It's like how do you not do what they say? Like they're such incredible people, and they're 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 full of wisdom. And it's rare to be you know. I I talk to some of these guys like wondering what's it like going from college coaching where you have the best coaches in the world to the senior level where a lot of the coaches are they're, they're college based so what's that like and i don't get a chance so I'll, I'll ask you this what's it like going from your high school coaching to the college coaching do you notice a huge difference from from a standpoint of what they focus on in you or what you maybe get out of them are you talking about college coaching, high school coaching? Yeah, the difference is there. Um, and I, I really can't think. I can talk to other college coaches, but I, for a reason, right? So accountable, like he always says, that it's up to us if we want to win. Got to do the right things. They can't make sure. They're going to be there and help time away from the family but if you're not doing the right thing you know you can't do nothing about that so it's just there's just if you come here you obviously want to win and they just hold you accountable on work and doing the right thing it's on you at the end of the day they can't win the matches for you but they're going to be that makes sense yeah it does you know it's just so interesting too because from a standpoint of i i can't remember who i was talking to about it Maybe Jordan Oliver the other day. We, we were we we're talking about just the importance of coaches and how, like, at my age, for example, just I'm I'm well past any educational point in my life, and I'm now focused on. I just got to get better for anything I want to do. If I want to get better at business, I got to get better. If I want to stay in shape, I got to go work out. 
And it's hard to find people who are truly invested in you. And it's such a cool time, I think, in college. I, I wish I had went, if nothing else, for that aspect of having those mentors, having those those coaches. It, that's, it makes me think, too. So do you look at – I mean, you, you're in one of the best rooms in the country. Do you look at a lot of the guys like, like Bo and Zane and Dave and, and almost feel like you have secondary coaches and, like, mentors? Oh, yeah, every day, you know, if I need something, I can ask them. What's my favorite? Just being around them, I think, is great. Live the right style. Not even talking about wrestling. I'm just growing as a person, growing as a human being, you know, just having gratitude. Thinking about since I didn't think back, uh, back home, I'm, I'm a whole different pursuit here. And this is not even talking about wrestling, you know, that this is just side of the wrestling. Yeah. Like, you have to clear your hands here. There. I need a question, they'll help me out. And, and now, my coaches, if I need help, they're always there in their yard and just pick up and I try to do so. Obviously yeah, no, for sure. I think that's right. I think it's cool that you have, you know, I, I know I try to surround myself with people I want to want to be like. I try to surround myself yeah. with people who are smarter than me or people who I can look up to or lean on. I mean, there's that age-old saying that you are what you surround yourself with. And what better to surround yourself with than, than a group of guys like that? And I imagine, too, like even now when you go to camps and clinics – you're starting to be the guy that a lot of people look to because you've had success. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's just so weird now. Like when I go to camp, like, I, sometimes I sit back and think people are like, all these little kids are looking up to me, but like, it still hasn't hit yet. They're like, I wrestle for Penn state sometimes. Cause like in Arizona or like on the, how do I say the West coast? Like people don't really love wrestling how they do on the East coast. So like I go places and it's like all these kids are coming up for autograph. And I'm still like, <laughs> so just you know, I'm still growing up. I haven't been around this. Can hold up a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm barely learning. But after doing camps and stuff, I'm I'm figuring it out and uh, got a lot better after doing camps because you're teaching all the techniques and then you start really seeing how just how other kids are doing the move and just just grow from doing that stuff. And I got better at talking and telling how telling how I got to Penn State. Just yeah, I just grown a lot since since what NCAs. Yeah, I've grown a lot since then and the junior world team trials and all that stuff. But yeah. Sometimes, where I was like, "Oh, it's RBY," but like, you know, I'm just being like, not that serious. But I got to get, I got to use it. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's only going to to continue. I mean, I think college wrestling, especially in the sport of wrestling, it, it it is such a time where you're so relevant and you're so loved. Like, there's, I think there's more, there's more fans of a college wrestling team than college wrestling, which is why sometimes there's a drop-off after college wrestling with fans because everybody's lost. You know, like these Penn State yeah. wrestling fans, after you graduate, they, they it's the freshmen now that their attention turns to. You know, like the diehards follow you through your career for a world championship and Olympic gold, but so many of these college fans, like they stay college fans, and it's wild. And it's yeah, like, um, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, it, it, it's wild that... 
from, from like you're in that place and I, I think you you see it at both ends you have such great coaching and such great mentors and then on the same side like you're able to start seeing people look up to you and saying like you're you're in this time right now like you're you're in the the, the spot where I want to be I'm at Penn State it's just crazy and you know like every match is sold out there's just fans everywhere you just everywhere in state college you'll walk somewhere and people will be like you know RBY and just stuff like that and uh yeah, I'll just say because it's more. How do I say it? College wrestling is more consistent with the schedule, right? And the rules and NCAs, and then USA wrestling is just like what is it? Trials and then the world team, and then no one could go watch the world championship because it's so far they can't pack right people at the world championship. So it's like it kind of gets boring if you're trying. To, I mean, obviously it's not boring, but like it's boring for the fans if they got to pay thirty bucks all the time to watch all these events. And stuff. Yeah, part of it is they want to be there. They want to be at the match in exactly. Red Hall. They want to experience, exactly. <laughs> Even look at next week. The World Championships are in Kazakhstan. It's a 10-hour time difference. Yeah. Zane no literally one, starts no wrestling at 1 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's not easy. To, it's not an easy sport to follow. You have rule changes. You have, you know, you have guys that will change RTCs, and it, it's it's not unless you have a membership to flow or something. Like, you don't you don't yeah. know these things. It's, it's a hard sport to follow. And then you're not watching, what is it, 10 in a line, 10 versus 10. You're watching one guy, then you got to be okay, maybe you should be up here, and you can play around, okay, maybe no two hours. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting. I hope the sport continues to grow. I, I think there, there's so many personalities right now, and there's so many young guys, I think, like you, Yanni, Gable. The, 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 there's so much... Uh, potential to reach people because you know as, as much as there's negatives around social media there's positives and there's the there's the ability that people can have large audiences of 25 50 100,000 followers and that's more people that can follow you through your collegiate career and then it's easier for you to communicate about world championships or whatever it is if you want, you know. And I know some guys like DT yeah. love doing that. Some guys like Zane like just kind of keeping in that college philosophy of just I'm just gonna let my wrestling do the talking. Nobody needs to know what I'm doing, and that's fine too. Like there, there's something for everyone. All right, cool. Well, listen, man, I'm gonna let you go. I know it's you got a lot to do. You're chilling. You're hanging. I appreciate you stopping by, and we'll chat soon. All right. All right. Thanks so much, man. How about that? No hobbies, doing nothing but focusing on what he loves and getting better at it. I have so much respect for that. All right, guys, that is it for today's show. I will be back next week with another episode, or maybe even shorter. I think this was like five days in between episodes. In an ideal world, if all of our schedules line up, I'd love to release a new episode every five days if you guys will listen. Please, direct message me, leave a comment, email me. I don't care. Send a fax, send a pigeon. Just let me know your feedback. I'd love to know what you guys are thinking, especially you guys who listen to the entire episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back soon. And the beat goes on.